0: Welcome to the Eurofast, a casual football podcast looking towards Euro 2016. This time round it's Group D, and I'm joined by three fellow football enthusiasts. Hello, Liam. Hello. Hello, Tom. Hello. Hello, Adam. Hello. And I'm Pete. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I just can't say that in like a way that's natural. No. To kick us off this time, I thought we'd have a bit of a, a return of an, of an old favourite on the Eurofiles, which is uh, reading out uh, descriptions of players and trying to guess who those players are. So I have my classic. Why right, it's a classic <laughs> game. It is. Um, I'm going to read out some Spain players. There's going to be five of them. Whoever gets the most points in this gets to decide the final word on how this group will finish. The nice. year, official Europhiles, uh, you know. It's not very democratic, the Europhiles. It's not. It's not. It, it's yeah. survival, of, survival of the survival of the It's all. It's all scripted. It is all scripted. Yeah, we're all reading off like a, a teleprompter right now. Right, so number one, set to be Spain's first choice. David De Gea. De Gea. Uh, yeah, well, that's wrong. Why well, I disagree with that <laughs> <one. laughs> What's well, one point for Tom? Player two. Excellent defender and comfortable in possession. Commands as much presence off field as on it. PK yes. oh, One for Leo. There Shakira. we go. Hey, <laughs> okay, player three. Seen as a potential leader but despite his talent and temperament, has not yet take quite taken that step up. Fabregas? Nope.
1: Koke? No um,
0: okay. Koke, okay, yeah, oh. that was really good, nice. Okay, one one point for all three. Oh. Two points left. Right, player four. Missed South Africa in 2010 with injury, perhaps not always been as highly rated as he should be. Kazola? Yes, Kazola. Oh. <laughs> yeah, very good. This is amazing. <laughs> no. Right, one more. So Liam's leading with two, so can anyone tie Liam and then there'll be, then there'll be a tiebreaker. You know, tiebreaker at the end. Absolutely. With his sharp late runs to the near post, he is the striker who has Nalito. the best understood uh, how Hedro. to fit in with Spain's system. Nope. Morata. Nope. Paco Alcacer. Paco Alcacer uh. is right. So that's two for Adam and two for Liam. Tom has been uh. eliminated. You right I think he's got Alcacer. Right, so with uh, Liam and Adam both on two, we're going to have a tiebreaker. I'm going to ask you a question, and the person who comes with the answer nearest to the actual answer wins. So the question is, how many appearances has Fernando Torres made for Spain?
1: 91. Liam? I was going to go lower. I'm thinking 50. 50. I should have gone a
0: little so bit higher. that's 91 for Adam and 50 for Liam. Can
2: I guess as well?
1: You can
0: guess as well, uh, Lea, uh, Tom, but you're out. So. Okay, I won't guess. Oh, no, please, please do. Please do. Um, you're just going to go high, aren't you? 64. 64. 64. <laughs> the answer is 110. Oh, oh, God, so Adam, Adam wins, of so that one. 110 national team performances for Good. Fernando Torres. God, yeah, how
3: is he? He's thirty one, is he? He's been playing since two thousand and three for Spain, so he's been playing. Yeah, playing. I didn't realise he was there,
1: yeah, so yeah. such a young age. Yeah, Play, yeah.
3: I remember playing him in two thousand and four with Juan Carlos Valero and in that side that yeah oh. they, they got knocked out in the group stage in the Greece's group with Russia and, and Portugal.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, he's been there a, a really, really long time, and he, he came through very early in his career as yeah, He's yeah, quite young. Mm. great. So Adam, you have once again won the <laughs> right, rights <laughs> and responsibility <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to uh, decide uh, the final prediction on Group D. Okay, so let's get started with Group D, and as always, we start with the favourites. So Tom, Spain, Spain. Oh, <laughs> like, Tom's favourite. Tom. I love your time. <laughs>
2: Spain. <laughs> so, uh, Tom, Spain. So Tom starts off with Spain, Spain. They've won the tournament three times. <laughs> three. <laughs> it's like a fact file. <laughs> <laughs> they've won the tournament three times, so they okay. won it. They won it all the way back in 1964, but they have won the last two euro tournaments so they've won it in 2008 and 2012 so they're going for a a historic hat-trick in 1996 when it was in england made the quarterfinals following tournament in 2000 made the (laughs) quarterfinals 2004 like adam was just saying they went out in the group stage but in 2008 they won so they beat germany 1-0 in the final. Torres who scored, scored the winner? The yep. Yeah, Torres scored the winner. As- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Pete. <laughs> uh, and in 2012, they also won. They beat Italy by... Uh, oh, 4-0. 4-0. Uh, can I just th- Who scored those goals, let's guess
0: the scorers. Uh, oh, well, it was uh, definitely... Uh, Mata scores later on. Did yep. Torres also score. He did, and then Silva. Yep, and oh, Jordi oh, Alba. Oh, oh, he's got it. Jordi Alba. Yeah, Alba. There you go, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So they they trounced Italy four 0 and what turned out to be a pretty boring final because like, <laughs> yeah. they just they were just I remember, so much um, better than Italy. I remember
0: Casillas like going saying to the referee an extra time, like, "Can we just finish now? It's fine. We're four 0 up, can we just end the game?" Like,
2: yeah, it it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like one to remember. Yeah. Um,
0: after had got on there, Italy, Italy played a fair guys. amount of that
3: game with ten men. When Marta went
0: off injured, they only made three they, subs. That was it. Was near the end, but they were already like I think three they were down. two and up at the time. They, they were already yeah. screwed. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've come into uh, this tournament off uh, not the best World Cup uh, in no. twenty fourteen.
2: No. Well, I'd um, say it was probably the worst. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> categorically <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Um, yeah, so do you think that they're, they've they got a chance this tournament? What, what What's the approach of Del Bosque to this tournament? Who's yeah. What kind of players is he bringing?
2: I was going to say, who is, he? Who I can is tell, he? I can tell you that, but I might tell you that a little bit later yeah. on, Pete. All right. but, um, <laughs> so their approach uh, for this Euros is going to be pretty much the same as what they played in the last World Cup because they haven't really rectified what those problems were. So in the last World Cup, they didn't really have a uh, central point or a central striker that they were, they were confident in putting mm. up front and playing through them Yeah. they played that weird system where they didn't really play a striker they had Diego Costa
0: but they didn't really they didn't like him and it
2: didn't yeah. work did it? Yeah, in yeah. the
3: World Cup they definitely tried to play such a central striker it just didn't really suit them
2: yeah, yeah. and they, and then they and then they were trying to they were trying to play kind of Fabregas as like a false nine and yeah. all that rubbish And <laughs> anyway. so um, yes, yeah, so they played that they played the last World Cup without much of a focal point up front and it's a, still a bit of a problem for them so they just aren't as good as they were at scoring goals yeah and attempts on target has been a real problem for them so in the last two friendlies that they played prior to the prior to year 2016 they played Italy and Romania and they just aren't hitting the target yeah and that's that's starting to get starting to be a real concern
0: Is they, have they have they had that, those problems in qualifying too
2: here and there so they've adopted this more direct approach in qualifying as well they've been trying to so they're, they're kind of trying to move away from this tiki-taka kind of style that they've been known for over the yeah. past kind of 10 years or so being qualifying they won nine out of their 10 games yeah so they won the group easily ahead of slovakia who pete thinks is going to win the yeah. tournament well you know um, they're just getting
0: one in four sets of security there. on slovakia
2: they? did beat spain in the groups so, say say more so uh yeah so they so they finished ahead of slovakia in ukraine they only conceded three goals but it's all and they scored 23 goals yeah so i'm saying that they're they're kind of crap going forward they got no they, they actually they're pretty good but we we're comparing them to a Spain team that looked like they were going to score whenever they got the ball yeah yeah absolutely yeah. Um, I think they're focused a bit less on kind of possession football now hmm. they, they, they're if a bit more smash and grab when they try to be or that's the approach they're, they're trying to take it's but I just almost, don't know if it's always working it's a bit hit and miss
0: yeah it, it almost kind of feels like they had uh, similar to Barcelona where they had a uh, Arguably, uh, three or four of the best footballers who ever played football in that team when they were at their tiki-taka height, yeah. and the same with Spain, and they, they 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 had that to rely on. But perhaps it doesn't work as well when they don't have that solidity.
2: Yeah, i saying they scored twenty-three goals in their in their qualifying campaign. Yeah. Also in their group, they had Macedonia, Belarus, and Luxembourg. Yes. Yeah. So, so. so that's pretty much Spain, where all the goals came from.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. So what what are uh, in terms of in terms of the players that they'll be taking? Yep. Uh, wh- how are they kind of setting up? Who's going to be going to be starting? In well, I think
2: schools? they're. Their defenders and their defence is their kind of, they're probably their strongest point really. Yeah. lost real some names, so they've got one of the most feared defences in the tournament, I think. So they have got De Gea in goal, who will, is going to start. Exactly. ahead of Casillas.
0: Because that that is a contentious issue because there's a lot of a lot of argument over both, and they've both been playing
3: recently as well. Yeah. they've been rotating in and out, but be interesting to see what happens when they play Georgia in their final friendly on on later this week. But. I think, obviously, De Gea has to start. He's so much better than Casillas. Casillas, is 35 now. Mm. At Porto, he's been inconsistent. He's been good in patches, but has made some silly errors as well. Yeah. Um, and there was even like debate over whether they were going to keep him for next season. Yeah. So De Gea is obviously the better goalkeeper, but De Bosque has a record of going with his favourites and picking Torres in previous squads when he probably didn't deserve it. At this time, he didn't deserve it. He didn't get in. But Casillas is one of his favourites. And the feeling in Spain alone is that Casillas... Is the favourite to start, which I think is ridiculous. It is too. ridiculous. I 100 agree. But
2: Casillas, Casillas took a lot of the blame for their World Cup performance.
3: Yeah, we
0: we complain about Rooney in this country, perhaps getting through because Roy Hodgson likes him. Yeah. Whereas Casillas, it is just a blatant case of that.
2: But Spain, yeah. Spain really did take a. Take a really good beating in the last oh, world yeah, Cup. Like absolutely. that's and that's that's seriously kind of
0: that Holland game, that Chile game as well. It seriously incredible. turned things. If they have Garcia, if they have a weak keeper what defenders have they got to try and make up for? Yeah, that? so going back to the defenders, <laughs> they've got
2: they've got Jordi Alba, they yeah. got PK, Ramos, Juan front Juan front one front Backups at fullback, they've got Aspalaqueta oh. and Hector Bellerin. Very decent option. Who came in Bellerin only came in because of an injury. So oh, he wasn't, wasn't he? he wasn't gonna be in the in yeah. the in the squad. Howe went off in the Champions League finals, didn't he? He went, oh, off, he went off in tears. So, so So Bellerin's been solid all season. I don't know why Bellerin... Yeah, really the only reason yeah. Bellerin wouldn't be in the squad is because they're just they are just really good at Yeah. They're really good at fullback position. Yeah. Bellerin walk would walk into pretty much any other oh, national yeah. squad. Absolutely. But um He's
3: still twenty one, so
2: you know. Yeah. So so they're they're really solid in, in defence and they've got they've they've got, got kind of got three stalwarts. All fit and ready to go in midfield. So they have got David Silva, Iniesta, and Fabregas, who you wouldn't want to play them at any at any any stage in the tournament.
0: Although it's uh, it's interesting that um, Fabregas has kind of become a solid starter where he wasn't before in, in the stronger Spain team a few years ago. But he's he kind of is I guess he is now. But I mean they also have Busquets as well. I guess they, they they'll be
2: playing Busquets yep. too. And, and you've got, you got players like Xavi and Xavi Alonso who yeah. who have retired now. Yeah, yeah. So, so they've they left a little bit of a gap. Hmm. Um, you say a little bit of a
0: gap. Those gaps have been filled by Thiago Alcantara. Well, yeah. And players like that. But
2: Yeah, but uh, we're talking about players like Xavi who just collect caps for fun. Yeah. And have been, been around for so long. Um,
0: I think the only way Xavi was yeah. not going to be in the Spain squad anymore was for him to literally just retire on his own because they would have kept on picking him. Like, yep. like, with, like with Casillas. Yeah.
2: Um, We'll, go, we'll talk about the forwards in a minute but let's, let's skip, skip to the manager so what we were yeah. saying then about um, Spain really taking a big hit in the last World Cup it's really made people doubt Del Bosque I didn't know how many appearances he'd made for Real Madrid in his playing career oh right let's take, let's take a step back here he made <laughs> he made over 400 appearances for Real Madrid 400? And he, and he won five Liga titles with oh, them
1: what era was that like the 60s? <laughs> 40s. <What>? <laughs> yeah 40s <laughs> Del Bosque's <is> really old
2: <laughs> and um and then he went on to manage them, and I was arguably their kind of most highly regarded manager of the last 20, 30 years. So, and he's the only coach that's won the champ, that's won the Champions League, the Euros, the World Cup, and the Intercontinental Cup. And yeah. now Spain want to get rid of him. So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, so they want people. People really wanted him to step down immediately after the last, last World Cup, which could have been a bit of a, a bit of an overreaction. Yeah. But he's he's stayed on. He's persisted. He's stuck with kind of what he knows, but has tried to, tried, to, tried to tweak the team based on the players that they now have. Yeah. And it's, it's working, but people really thought the last World Cup was just a total tactical nightmare. And yeah. they're very unwilling to f- forgive him for that. This is surely his last this chance. Is, this is his last chance, yeah. yeah. I think I there's think a good chance he, whatever happens now, he's going to retire.
0: Because, I mean, I was thinking like about this the other day, I think that Spain could very easily find themselves in the final. Yep. Just because they're very dead they to have so much quality in their side. Yeah. They might not play particularly well, but they'd still get that far. A lot I of just people, think there's um, there's
3: no there's no win there's no kind of win scenario here for Del Bosque no. I think he's gotta leave. If they find so if they think there's someone who can replace him, they'll replace him after the tournament perhaps if he's if that's something he's you know, that works. But it's finding a replacement. And I can see him staying to the World Cup if if they can't find someone they think is suitable.
0: Surely there are there is a long list of Spanish uh, and also just Spanish league managers who would be willing to step up though.
3: You would say so. There are a lot of talented managers in Spain, but it depends whether the Spanish um, FA feel the same way. If there's someone that can step into Bosque's shoes, is another question.
2: I think a lot of uh, pundits aren't writing Spain off, but I haven't really seen a kind of prediction that says Spain are definitely going to win this tournament. Yeah, People are, people are saying, oh, they might get to the final. Hmm. Well, if they got to the final, why wouldn't they win it? Uh, it's, I, I feel like people aren't really willing to say Spain... Have I a guess. good chance of this, but I think they've got as good a chance as any. Hmm. The only reason why they might not is their situation up front.
0: Yeah, because uh, Torres isn't there, even though he's had a good season. Um, Diego Costa isn't there, so who's uh, who's kind of left? Who's, who are they looking to? Morata, Alvaro Morata.
2: Yes, he's only he only has eight caps for Spain. He's called scored one goal for yeah. Spain.
1: what happened to Costa then? Like, is is he injured at the moment? Or I think he, he was
0: another casualty of their World Cup performance. He's he's co- I mean, I know he was. He's terrible, playing in the, uh, playing in the Copa America. <laughs> <Yeah>. for Brazil
2: a <laughs> yeah. little, bit, little bit of trivia yeah. so in the last 13 months Morata has scored in both legs of a Champions League semi-final <laughs> a Champions League final a Coppa Italia final four times in four Italian derbies and against Manchester City at the Etihad how do you manage that with both legs <laughs> <laughs> Is Discourse In both legs With yes. both legs <laughs> 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 He saw his important goals yeah. In big games And there's been A lot of rumours recently That Real Madrid Want to re-sign him yeah. Well but so, that might just be To sell him on
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> It might just be To sell him on
1: Because Like an asset Well because don't they Have first, refu- they got first mean, option First yeah. option So if, if yeah. say uh, The talk was Arsenal I that so that Maybe what's
2: happening now but. but If Real Madrid re-sign him I think they probably Will keep him they well,
1: they
2: just take you on the chin. I think but...
0: this, this is just indicative of uh, both Alvar Morata and Spain's striking options, which is the fact that Alvar Morata is is the ugly duckling of Spanish football. <laughs> he is it's someone bad. who um, was kind of cast out of Real Madrid. He wasn't good enough for Real Madrid. They got rid of him. He wasn't. He wasn't in the team. Uh, he was on the fringes, a bit of a well back in that situation, like he wasn't United and went to Juventus, kind of made a career for himself in Serie A and has now found himself in a national team after they've got themselves in trouble and now Real Madrid are also not necessarily happy with their striking options they're looking at Morata again so he's kind of come a very long way round into coming into favour in Spain and uh, the Spanish media liking him and maybe that kind of speaks to the fact that Spain as a, as a team are not as confident and as brazen with the players that they have now so they're, they're relying on players who have genuine quality they can't ignore Morata anymore basically mm. Yeah. I think
2: he's definitely going to be starting for Spain, hmm. like in in the Euros.
0: Is there any anyone contesting Morata, or is it is he? Though he's in the main option.
2: Well, there are players contesting him, but I think I think De Bosque is just going to go with him. Mate. Yeah, mate, he's just he's he's done well recently. Yeah, and I think everything's going to go through him.
3: But then they've got Adariz on the bench, who's been class he has been class for Bilbao this season. Yeah, and is incredible in the air, really good option up front. A bit like it's a cliche, but big man great with his feet. But he is he is really good on the ball as well as being great in the air. And he'll be a really dangerous sub. Like he, if he if he started, it wouldn't be like a weakening to the team at all. Like he's, he's a good player. They also have Pedro, and they could also play a false nine as well. I yeah. mean, it, the,
0: the thing is, is if whether Del Bosque has been he's been pressured into playing with a with
2: a an out striker because of twenty because of twenty fourteen. I think all all Spain's options up front are pretty pacey. Yeah, and. Um, don't know what uh, a, qu- a question for everyone Ooh. yeah. would you if I gave you gave you a fiver Ooh. you had to put a bet you gave me a fiver it's a bit bet on, well give
0: me a fiver and we'll see it's on. A bit of bet why on is this an if you
2: had to put a, a bet on a uh, golden boot winner in the tournament mm-hmm. how likely are you to put it on
0: Morata oh. I wouldn't put it on Morata I'll tell you why uh, because Spain are uh, partial to a 1-0 and I also think that Muller is going to get it. Yeah, <laughs> <absolutely> <laughs> yeah.
2: If Spain if Spain gets the final, I don't see a scenario where Morata won't have scored. Oh, no, like, definitely. Bu- like, not a for of goals, but at least at least More at bucket. least three or three or four. Goals. He could definitely be in contention. Absolutely. Yeah, but they scored
3: twenty three goals in qualifying and had thirteen different scorers.
2: Yeah, like we were saying, Morata's only scored one goal for Spain yeah. before. Mm-hmm. But I think with him, I don't think that's a that's an issue going into this tournament. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's not. It's almost like a Rashford scenario where hmm. he's just he's he, he can go into this team and he's just on a bit of a you, you'd fancy him to score a goal.
0: So uh, just just uh, put it on the spot a bit with prediction. Do you think Spain will be in that final?
2: Yes, yes, yes. That's,
0: that's a firm yes, yes. I think okay. they will be. I, so, I think
2: I think I think they're I think they're being overlooked a little bit. Yeah, don't underestimate this team because they're they're very good. We'll just and they're gonna be and they're gonna be hard to score goals. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's very well. solid. I mean, it's just, it's just reading
0: out like uh, their potential 11 in terms of the teams that the players play for. Manchester United, Barcelona, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, Barcelona, Chelsea, Bayern Munich, Manchester
1: City, Juventus.
2: Yeah,
0: so,
1: yeah they must have like the most star-studded squad going to the tournament. Belgium. Belgium, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Premier League, Premier League, Premier League, Belgium, aren't
0: they? But yeah, so uh, Spain, are, Spain are really are a very strong team and um, in this group, I mean... You would expect them to to treat it in a similar vein to they did with their qualifying.
2: See you in the final. <laughs> See you in the
0: final. <laughs>
3: Next, let's go on to Turkey. Oh. Uh, Adam White with Turkey. So yeah, I think they're they're always going to be a solid option. They're they're always a strong side. A lot of their players do play in the Turkish league, which mm. is relatively strong when you think about the the, the bigger sides in that in that. In that competition, you think like that Galatasaray finished what fifth, I think, this season. Yeah. And you think about the players they have. Like it's not it's not a poor league by any stretch of the imagination. Two most important players would be Arda Turan obviously, who moved. But move he is from, of course out for is, the first he, two games. Yeah, he's suspended for the first two games. Yeah. But he? if you yeah. given that yeah. three teams go through, it's a tough group. If they make it through, it's going to be huge for them in the last game and going forward if they make it. Yeah. Um, from but to Barcelona this season hasn't had the best of seasons. Possibly doesn't necessarily suit the Barcelona style. After being from Atletico Madrid, where he's that kind of combative, he's so aggressive in the way that he plays. Yeah, he's not necessarily going to fit in with Barcelona. So it was an odd move overall. I think that was a brilliant thing where he just seemed to throw his boot at a linesman last season. Yeah, right? just lost it, and he's just he's a mentalist. And then they later on that week it was his birthday, and they presented him a cake of the boot that he threw <laughs> at the linesman.
0: Yo Yo Tore looking on solemnly.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he's still a, he's still a very good player and huge for Turkey and, and their captain. So he'll he'll be a big miss for those first few games, but. Could still have an impact. Uh, a really exciting player to look out for, I think, in in, in Turkey. So it is Hakan Celenoglu, who plays for really? Bayer Leverkusen in uh, in Germany. He's still only twenty two, incredibly, but incredible from free kicks. Can play relatively, like can play as a, you know he's a wide, very versatile. Can play central midfield, attacking midfield, can play either wing, which is where he'll probably play for Turkey in this tournament. And he's a very exciting young player and key for the way that Bayer Leverkusen have played this season. So uh, he's definitely one. To look out for. I, him and the two on the other side of Barak Beijing. He's, he's in here. Beijing, Adam. Indeed. And they're, they're pitching in Tur- their hopes on a Chinese league striker. He was playing in Turkey last season, though, I think. But he was very good. He's a reasonable striker and was playing well for them. Uh, so that's a, that's a relatively decent front three and they will score goals. Yeah. Um, Midfield-wise, Nuri Sahin has always been a big favourite of mine. When he at Dortmund, when Dortmund... Really burst onto the scene when he had Gertz, Lewandowski, Subotic was playing well, Bidenfeller in goal. That 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 team, he was fantastic for them. Made a move to Real Madrid, which didn't really work he went out. Back to Dortmund, didn't he? He's now back at Dortmund, yeah, and and, and back to his close to back to his best, at, at least in patches. So he's he's important for them and an exciting player to watch. Uh, another player to look out for is uh, Oz. I'm going to try and say his name, Oz Jakub. Who plays? I think he plays for Besiktas. Ogozan Ozilko. Yeah, yeah, he plays for Besiktas. Oh, Peter, that was that was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Say you've been, <laughs> again. You've been practicing me. Oguzan Ozilko. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he plays for Besiktas. He won the league in Turkey um, this season, and is, is only 23, but has been a breakthrough star for both them and and the Turkish national side, and will likely start in central midfield with Nuri Sahin. Uh, in there as well, so they're a strong side. Their best defender would be Omar Toprak. He hasn't played for over a year for the national side after some. I think he had a fight with uh, Gokhan Torres, played for Chelsea, and has fallen out of favour, so hasn't been in the team. He would be their best defender. So they've got the likes of Mehmet Topal and Hakim Balta who are both 30, the wrong side of 30, but decent experienced players on the European stage. So. They're not uh, overly solid defensively, but overall, they're you know they're a strong team and they seem to oh, be screaming potential to me. I think they're. I'm not. Going, I'm not going to go. Jamie Vardy's having a party. I'm trying them, to no. get you to no no no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no because it's a tough group and without without our i for the first two games, it's going to be tough. But they are a strong side, and as I said, they're a tournament team. Apparently, they do what they do well in, yeah. in other tournaments. So they yeah. look good in the friendly against England. They're yeah, very creative. Like like technically gifted players. Adam, tell us about Fatty Terum. Oh, Fatty Terum's a legend. Um, mainly because um, he's one of the most interesting managers to watch on the sidelines. He's a short, little Turkish dude. He's just like a, he's so explosive, very forthrighted with his opinion, shall we say. He's been Turkish manager, I think it's his third spell in charge of Turkey, and he took them to Euro 96. Uh, he's also been Galatasaray manager three times, and a long distinguished international uh, managing career with Turkey and with mainly in the Turkish League, mainly with Galatasaray has won the Turkish League on a number of occasions, Turkish Cup, Turkish Super Cup so he's, he's a good manager as well as a, as a character so he'll be exciting to watch He's also uh, coached uh, Fiorentina and Milan as Yeah, well. bri- Relatively briefly I think
0: but Yeah, in, uh, that, was, that was early 2000s though, I think but um, he's known as the Emperor in Turkey Yes, so
3: I think that says a lot about his personality. Yeah, he's going to hes he is a lot of fun. So watch him on the sidelines during good game, especially in tight games. He's very animated. So. I can't believe Jamie Vardy's not having a party for you right now. No, no, no. not—they—they not, they can't. I can't see them winning it. I can see them getting to the quarterfinals. That's yeah. possible, but, but they can also go out
2: in the first round. So Jamie Vardy's having a medical. <laughs> <laughs> so he is having a medical. Very true.
3: Yeah. Not for Turkey But uh, for us <laughs> for Turkey Stars <laughs> front For Turkey
0: do you, So are you, do you say you're not, you're not too confident About him in a group You know It could go either way well, that,
3: I mean Arda is Obviously an important player And missing the first two games um, will, will, He'll be a miss But It's just It's, just, it's a tight group They could easily come third Despite his miss and, and get out of the group And cause an upset In the knockout stages Depending on who they play Remember they, they They've knocked Decent sides out In knockout stages before So Yeah It's like A quarter final shout Is not,
0: not Beyond them by any means this is a group which is very much in the balance uh, with the three teams behind Spain. I think so. You could definitely see Turkey doing something. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So that's that's Turkey. Um, moving on to uh, another team who have um, uh, seen a bit of resurgence recently. Uh,
1: Liam is uh, Czech Republic. Yeah, the Czech Republic. They are, I mean, quite a decent tournament side. Yeah, at playing as the Czech Republic, they've only been. Around in European football since ninety four, but since qualifying in ninety four, they've qualified for every tournament, so they've been ever present, and I've had some good runs. Ninety, well, it was ninety four World Cup, was it? In Ninety six in the Euros, they were runners up, losing to Germany two one, a golden goal. So, oh right! So, so I, they've got.
0: So they've, they've had some. And that was very soon after. Falling.
1: Yeah, very very soon after the, the country became the Czech Republic. Some quick, and quick success. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do have. Um, quite a prestige in football beforehand as, the che- as Czechoslovakia hmm. which they what did they do they won the tournament in 76 as Czechoslovakia so they have got a bit of a background Penenka
3: penalty and all that oh yeah the Penenka penalty exactly. okay. where so Penenka came from
1: historic Yeah, they had a semi-final run in 2004
0: I remember uh, some, some great players from that team uh Pavel Nedved, yeah. Jan, um, Jan Koller, Jan Thomas Gallasack, <laughs> and Gal- uh, that game, uh, Ush- I, don't, Ush- Ush- I don't, Ush- don't know if you Kulowski. remember the game in Barrels. 2004, Holland versus the Czech Republic, I think it was the quarter. Yeah, this was
1: one of the matches one I was going to highlight, yeah, good yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Netherlands, Czech Republic, and they won that 3-2 coming Indeed. back from, they went down 2-0 early on, and came back in dramatic fashion. That was an incredible game,
0: I remember Pavel Nedved. Hitting the bar from forty yards yeah. in that game—it was just in- yeah. uh, insane. Uh, I'm considering buying a Juve shirt and getting eleven Nedved on because I just <laughs> remember that just now. Incredible. Yeah. So they're, they're a team who have history, and they—they they yeah. have—they—they've not been doing well so lately, have they? They—they've they've, they've had a, a tough ten years or so.
1: Yes, they have. They—I mean, they've—they've they've qualified each time, but yeah, they haven't had much success in the last ten years. Yeah. Um, this team, though, is looking quite good. They're a good like unit, as we've said before. These other—they—they're they're one of these teams without. Many stars, but mm. play they play very well together. There's quite a few players from the Czech league yeah. who have some experience playing together. So, I mean, that's quite they're versatile. I mean, they 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 have got quite a, like a strong playing style.
0: Yeah, and of course they've uh, they've got uh, uh, Paris- a Petr in goal. Oh, yeah, is,
1: they have the odd star. So Petr Paris- yeah. and goal, obviously. Yeah, I mean, he's had a great season at Arsenal and yeah. a very good career. Um, Do you think that uh, his season at
0: Arsenal? Uh, is enough to give the Czech Republic a bit of hope with this, and a bit of hope that he can uh,
1: galvanise that team. It, it, I guess
0: he's the captain of the Czech Republic. I'm no, he's um, not. Rizitsky. Oh, oh Rizitsky. Rizitsky
1: is still the captain uh-huh. of the Czech Republic, but he—I mean—he is again a, a you know, strong voice in the in the side. Yeah. yeah, he's a leader for them. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, he did have a very good season. He's—he's he's still playing. He can still like salvage points. Like he was doing that for Arsenal. He was making important saves. Yeah, he had the odd slip, but he won the golden won the golden glove, whatever you call it. And I think that's going to be. I mean it's going to be good for them at the back. I think Radinsky, although he, he's uh, like a hero in the in the country hero for the country and has yeah. played very well for them in the times that he's had a chance. I mean he played less than half a game this season for Arsenal. But, but he <laughs> <laughs> less than he played less than 45 minutes. I mean he hasn't got he hasn't he's probably not going to be quite match fit but he he, so he, come a, back. he He's starts. in the squad He's in the squad and he is playing. Like, yeah, he's, he's playing to start. Yeah, he's definitely expected to start. Wow. So he's now he's their basically. <laughs> you can say so. Although I think he has every right to be there. I yeah, mean, he's I mean, he is such a figure for them. Yeah, um, and he's their t- he's their current um, top not not um, overall top scorer, but currently playing, He's their top yeah. scorer with twenty two goals. Yeah. Um and, and has, has been in their team for a long time as well.
0: Obviously. Oh yeah. So yeah, the he's, very he's been on around. So. I think the
3: strongest aspect of their team is their midfield three, with Thomas Roziski obviously experienced thirty five now but obviously experienced player. Vladimir derida who's been uh, been playing for Hertha Berlin who yeah. had a they fell off at the end of the season but they were in the Champions League places in um, in Germany for a lot of the season and, yeah. and had an impressive impressive season. Finished seventh overall but he's a he's a good player and, and Yugoslav yeah. Placeel in mm. the place of Bordeaux in France. I uh, said so injuries, a number of injuries this season has been in and out of the side, mm. but when, when he plays, they're, they're, they're very good. He's a leader for the team and, and uh, an experienced chap. So. Yeah, so supporting Brzezinski in that midfield. Mm. Yeah, uh, exactly. See. And another player to highlight is this Thomas
1: Sivok, yep. who is apparently, it's apparently a man who has no concept of pain. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is something I've read about the guy. And actually, to his credit, he has something to back that up. In, um, when was it? 2005. He was playing for Sparta before the half. Before half time, he went down injured, but carried on playing 45 minutes. They won the game, but it was diagnosed afterwards with a torn cruciate. Oh! So he played through a torn cruciate for half a game. Oh. Apparently, he's a he's a guy who doesn't make many complaints. Yeah, And he's he's been playing for them for a long time. And he's uh, a, he's a
2: centre back for them. Yeah, centre
1: back. Yeah, so they yeah. got a still. I mean, with Petrcek behind him, him in the centre, hmm. they're probably some. they they've probably got quite a strong. Yeah. Argument for yeah, I mean, you don't see them conceding that many goals. You don't, and uh, you
0: know they're another one of these teams that, like you say, have a have a strong unit, and you know you could do something in a group where it's it's kind of in the balance, um, and and uh, they've got
3: uh, Thomas Nechid up front for Bursa Sport. It's again, they're another side who lack a recognised centre forward, mm. like uh, uh, Lafata, who's thirty four now, and uh, Dokal are both play for both in both in the Czech Republic, which suggests like they're not. As good a players as they would hope to have leading the line, given yeah. that the Czech Republic league isn't as strong as as it perhaps was or it's never been particularly strong. But p- teams like Sparta Prague, Victoria mm-hmm. Pils, and either make the Champions League group stage and get knocked out relatively quickly, or don't make the group stages at all. So, given that there's a lot of players that are that are sort of home based, you yeah. would say maybe that's a weaker area of their team, and mm. whether they struggle for goals. Although, not
1: again, not. when it comes to tournament football, that sort of thing can can help. I mean, yeah. if you do have again it, it can manifest itself as a very strong core in mm. theory if mm. they they play together yeah. and and if they can kind of build that especially with um, uh Pavel Verba as their
0: manager oh
1: yes an interesting an interesting figure with a good history yeah
0: yeah I think so I
1: mean, he's coached um, Victoria Pilsen won the league twice with them he's oh, okay some, he's got some club experience
0: yeah
1: uh, someone who's a proponent of attacking football mm. so, yeah so yeah. Yeah. yeah they do I mean they, they do attack they've got quite a, I mean with Risky is a very creative yeah midfielder who can really build an attack. So if he's fit, again, this is it's such a, a problem for them is they do re- not quite rely on him, but he is very important to them. And I mean, you could easily see him see him going down in the first game and then not being able to play for the rest of the tournament. So if he can stay fit, then they may well be able to attack and be able to score goals. Yeah. But and Riziski
0: is a player as well I mean I, I, obviously you've watched a lot more of Arsenal than I have mm. but although he hasn't played much this season in the previous few seasons when he has played he's he's always been of a good quality
1: yeah oh, it, 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 coming back from any time he came back from injury he was he was fresh and excited to play and clearly could do it like yeah. he scored some he still seems he's scored some amazing goals recently he scored that goal against Sunderland that lovely like last season back yeah. and forth which was one of our nicest goals of the season and he also runs a lot like he's yeah. got a lot of energy and so yeah, no, there's 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 a lot there's a lot of positivity
0: towards Eriski if
1: he can stay fit because he could well get into yeah, exactly. easily
0: and and leave them in a bit of a lurch there. But um, yeah,
1: so I mean, they have I, I can see them, I can absolutely see them getting through. Yeah, um, without I, I can see them coming second to Spain. Yeah, I can even see them like causing Spain problems. But yeah, in that game against Spain, which is their first game yeah. as well.
0: Um, and then they go on to play uh, Croatia and then Turkey last. So it's quite yeah. a good group actually. It is. The... It is a, it's a very finely balanced group, isn't yeah. it? And, and C- I think it's a good draw for the Czech Republic, mm. especially as we've, we've been talking through a consistent theme of coming, coming, uh, you know, qualifying in third, getting gaining three points, perhaps against Turkey could well happen. Yeah. So we'll have to see what happens. I mean, they're definitely a. From my point of view, I think they're definitely a, a team that lacks some of the identity of previous Czech teams, but at the same time, like you say, they do still have mm. some quality players, some experienced players, and some promising players. Yeah. So they could they could do something.
1: Yeah. Oh, in terms to, to, to looking at <clears> some, <throat> some deja vu, some mirroring. They beat the Netherlands again three ah. two leading up to the tournament, which was the final nail in the Netherlands' coffin for this um, qualifying. Where, oh right, you know you know obviously crashing out in spectacular fashion. Yeah, they they struggled with what should have been the easier games in their group. They beat Kazakhstan twice, but only beating them two one at home. So that's not impressive, is it? <laughs> no, and they drew to Latvia and then beat them away from home two one. Yeah, but, yeah. So. They didn't have the best run, but they, they ended up comfortably winning the group. Yeah, they, they seem a bit of a question mark. Yeah. Uh, well, I think, I think that we'll, we'll have to see how they do. exactly.
0: Brilliant. Uh, thanks, Liam. So on to uh, the final team of this group, and it's Croatia. And if anyone feels like using their Jimmy Vardy is having a party uh, trigger, I consider it right now. I've already used mine, so I can't. Because I think that Croatia can be a real dark horse in this tournament, and I'll tell you why. They have actually uh, had quite a contentious uh, time in qualifying, so uh, manager Ante Kesic uh, appointed in September 2015, replacing Neko Kovac, so halfway through the qualifying, um, and they were dipping at this time, it was looking dodgy whether they would actually reach the tournament, but despite some, uh, some negativity towards Kesic, she did actually turn it around and let the creative players play um, and uh, rescue their qualifying campaign, a qualifying campaign where they, they finished up second behind Italy to qualify. But they did actually uh, suffer some crowd trouble and uh, were uh, suffered some sanctions by UEFA and were actually docked a point. So yeah, they, they were docked a point uh, in during the campaign after uh, some crowd trouble, where a small faction of Croatia fans carved a swastika onto the pitch during oh, a game yeah. against Norway. And they actually docked one point, but still managed to qualify despite that.
2: How yeah. do they how do they decide how many points to deduct for yeah a yeah. spot? Is there a precedent?
0: Maybe if there was two spot calls that points.
2: Yeah, how do yeah. they? What, what do you have to carve to get three <laughs> points deducted?
0: So yeah, so in in that a uh, qualifying campaign that was that did kind of uh, turn out okay in the end. Um, Kasich uh, favoured a four one three two with an anchoring midfielder, and they'll be uh, looking at that formation going into the tournament. So. Uh, They have a, and this is the reason why I think that they can be really good in this tournament, is they have some fantastic players. Midfield uh, three going forward, they have Modric, Perisic and Rappatic, three fantastically creative and imaginative players who uh, can bring some real quality to Croatia. And who are they feeding but Mandzukic, who since uh, the World Cup has really kind of come on and is is a really kind of a great striker to have, a, a striker with attitude. And a striker who can, who's a great finisher as well. So if you think of the, those players up there, we're also with Kalinic from Fiorentina partnering him. That is a really kind of fierce attack that they can rely on. So and uh, you know I, I think that that on its own is is uh, reason for optimism. But even further back in the team, they have Badai from Fiorentina, who's who's been solid for them, um, anchoring the midfield. Uh, they also have an experienced defence too, with uh, veteran Shaw Luca. Uh, formerly of Spurs, now playing for Lokomotiv Moscow and um, veteran uh, Croatian player Dario Serna, very keen addressing dressing room, 34 uh, playing for Shakhtar now, uh, ha- probably has about a thousand caps for Croatia, who's been there for a very long time um, So, you know, experience, creativity and a quality striker up front and in goal as well, Subasic, uh, Monaco's keeper, a very very quality keeper and one who uh, is very promising, so overall a-, a team that has a lot of dynamism to it, uh, a lot of experience and a manager that allows creativity to flourish in the team. So if you think about Modric and Mandzukic and that team, um, they can get goals. Uh, you know, there's there's goals all over the team really. And um, so I think it's, it's a very promising looking tournament for Croatia.
3: You think their midfield three is it depends how they go, how they play. If I was, I I don't know too much about how they line up, but if I was them, I'd be playing a diamond midfield. I, I'd be starting Bro- Brozovic or someone into into D mid, and then playing Kovacic, Rakitic, and Modric ahead of him. All around him. And so Kovačić instead of Perišić. Oh yeah, yeah. Kovačić is, is is an excellent player, and he's. But then they're different types of players. Kovačić is central midfielder and attacking midfielder, whereas Perišić is more of a winger. So, you could even play him up front if you wanted to play that diamond formation with him and Mandžukić, perhaps. So you know, I, I would be looking at getting Kovačić, Rakitić, and Modric all in the team and getting the best out of the three of them because they're their three best players. Mandžukić will get
0: goals, though. I think is the thing. Hmm. And uh, you know, there's so much positivity around his team. So, like I say, options too with Kovačić. Um, and I think that, uh, well, Croatia agree with me. They think that they think Jamie Vardy is going to be having a party in Croatia. <laughs> going back to a bit of history with uh, Croatia and kind of how they've got to this point, uh, uh, they uh, obviously are another team who were formed post Yugoslavia. And just five years later, finished third in World Cup 98 with Davor Suker, uh, top scorer of that tournament. What a great player he was. Now the FA president in Croatia. Mm. And so th- they, that kind of, uh, kind of formed their identity. Um, and they've, they've, they've always been a great tournament team. They've always been a team. Now, I've always had a go at bigger teams. I remember in uh, the World Cup 2006, I really remember watching the game Croatia versus Brazil, where well, okay, they lost the game, but they really had a go at Brazil, yeah, made them and worry. Like, and oh, and they... the atmosphere in that stadium was incredible. I just remember watching it on TV, and you could all you could hear was the Croatian players chanting. Mm. And, okay, So, yeah, they, they've always been uh, had a good attitude. And uh, you know, uh, post that, it's, it's not necessarily been so rosy in the last few years. Uh, they've had some great battles with England, obviously. Um, stopping us from qualifying for Euro 2008
2: mm-hmm. and under Slavon Bilic Wally and the Broly Wally and the Broly, absolutely another <laughs> mention for the Wally um, well, um, Talking about Slavon Bilic do you think this side would be improved if he was still their manager?
0: Given the players that they have I think uh, uh, Kasich is, is, is a decent is a decent manager for the players that they have he's, he's uh, been shown as someone who conf- confronts big personalities so he's uh, dropped Olic and uh, he's uh, also dropped Lovren for a, a period during qualifying so, uh, whether Bilic would have that same attitude towards the big, the big players or not, we don't know. Um, although Bilic is a big personality himself, whether he'd be able to deal with so many quality players in the team um, is questionable. So I think that... I, I mean, I, I, I love Bilic, I think he's a great manager, but I think that in this tournament, Kasich might be the right kind of spring ball for them to do well in this tournament. So, since... Uh, yeah, so they've, they've had some great battles in England, obviously, like I say, with the 2008 where knocks out. Um, only a year later, in 2009, they suffered their biggest ever defeat from England, which was the 5-1. Most recently, in 2014 World Cup, um, opening game against Brazil, they really kind of suffered some weak refereeing where um, Brazil got away with some, some pretty contentious fouls and that kind of um, the bad feeling from that game they didn't really recover from and didn't have a great World Cup after that. But, the, like I say, despite all these great players over the years, uh, Davosukar etc, uh, the Croatian viewers this could be their best generation ever.
3: I think there's an interesting player to look out for, who's made the the Czech, sorry the Czech, sorry the Croatian uh, twenty three, which is uh, Alan Haljevich, who plays a uh, plays in Spain, is on loan from Barcelona supporting Espana this season. I think Barcelona signed him when he was sixteen from Dynamo Zagreb. Um, extremely talented player, like so much like style and verve. Um, attacking midfielder can play wide as well, and played uh, for Barcelona B for the last few seasons. Sort of dropped into their B team, sort of. Get his, get his some experience, and then loaned out supporting Sporting who were in a relegation battle this season in Spain. But over the over the winter, especially, he was very much in form and, and a key player for them at certain times this season. And he's a, he's only nineteen. He's a, he's an absolutely another nineteen-year-old at the Euros. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a he's definitely a, still a prospect and extremely talented. So he might get a few minutes off the bench and mm. can definitely make something happen. So he could be getting some minutes. He could be really good, but I miss uh, Dejan Lovren to some extent. I've never been a huge fan of Lovren since he moved. To Liverpool, but he's there are, at times this season. He's shown some better form, and he fell out with the manager and won't be won't be making the squad. Well, he's he's a player who does who has played in big games, but again, he's not
0: necessarily like you say a, a solid player, is he particularly? I love him. No, no. He's but looked, he's
2: looked he's looked look a little bit better at the end the end of the season.
0: Um and of uh well uh, you know just just a. Uh, uh, Put more behind my case that Croatia could be doing really well in this tournament. They beat San Marino ten nil yesterday. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Why are they playing, playing the last time yeah. San Marino? Why are they playing no, they yeah. chose
2: to play San Marino?
3: I have yeah. no idea. Maybe it was Warmbar. just like
0: a confidence booster for the for yeah. the players. But uh, Manzuka got a hat trick, <laughs> and so did uh, Kalinic got a hat trick too. But his hat trick were the eighth, ninth, and tenth goals of the game. <laughs> <laughs> so do you whether think, that do do you think they're naive
2: enough to think that like it was a? Conf- how can they? They <laughs> treat it as a confidence booster. <laughs> they come on thinking like.
0: Guys, ten nil. Yes, <laughs> Sam, we're going to win it. <laughs> but even so, I think that Croatia will be. Uh, I, I in my in my view, I think Croatia will be second in this group and could be vying Spain for first spot because the, the quality they have throughout their team it speaks for itself. Really, I like really. the kit. Yeah, quite, yeah. The yeah. Kit, if the kit is good, kit they've always had yeah. good kit. They've, yeah, they've, the kit. They've,
2: they've now they've tweaked the kit ever so slightly and they? they've they've nailed it. It's really
1: feels great. like an international team kit. It's like less, yeah. Yeah,
2: the, the squares are less rigid, they're, they're, ang- they're slightly angled, which gives, <laughs> like a a a flowing bit, gives a bit of a Just flow. Like yeah. They're
0: more
1: of an agile team this time mm. round. Yeah.
0: But they're, they're, they're making up for they, the lack they, of Holland in this they tournament. They do
2: look a bit more, as a team, they look a bit more exciting than they have done in the past.
0: They do, definitely, and yeah. they've definitely got more options than they used to have, I think, mm. too. Mm. Brilliant, so that's that's Group D, and uh Uh, Adam did win the right responsibility to decide our prediction
3: for this group, Adam. so how do you think this group's going to go? I think it depends a lot on Spain, given that we expected them to do extremely well in the World Cup two years ago and they catastrophically failed. It could be a relatively similar team, um, but you'd expect them to to get it together this time around. You'd expect them to win the group comfortably, assuming they played to their potential, which seems much more likely this time around. And then I think the Czech Republic... Will finish bottom I'm not sure they've got the quality that they once had and Croatia and Turkey both look like better sides yeah. so I think the Czechs are finished bottom and it's between Turkey and Croatia to finish I, that game will be extremely close they had that brilliant knockout game in Euro 2008 as well I think that's game, that game will be one of the best games one of the most exciting games potentially of the group of the group stages but maybe just Croatia given their midfield three hmm. uh, or possibly four and Mansukic up front and uh, I'm not sure when that game is if it's in the first two Turkey will be playing We're with that and I've got it uh, yeah It's so in the opening game actually So without other two around You'd expect Croatia Probably to maybe Be favourites for that game yeah. So Yeah Spain Croatia Turkey Czech Republic. Czech, Turkey still Could well go through though As third place So We're saying that in almost every group Aren't we Because it's yeah. I suppose like four or six So quite a few You know Third place teams yeah. Are going to go through But it's it's, it's the groups so Where people can beat each other Where the points are going to come from Hopefully yeah, yeah
2: yeah. Talking about Spain Having trouble scoring goals But we say they've Had quite a good draw I'm not so sure that Having playing Turkey, Czech Republic, and uh, Croatia, whether they're going to be able to put loads past these teams? Yeah, they're quite. That's brilliant. sort of Spain
3: do though. but if you think about the 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 one and World Cup, they won every knocker game one nil. They did. So, yeah. you know, I'm not, they're not a team that score many goals because they don't need to. They score one to keep the ball for us. They the control game, the, game, so, the game, don't yeah. they? Mm. Um, so, so your your official prediction is uh, Spain, Croatia, Turkey, Czech Republic and Alder. The brilliant. There we go. So
0: Czech will be uh, going out. Yeah, maybe his last ever Euros. We'll see how he does. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. So that's that's Group D, and uh, we're looking for a a strong a strong group for Spain. So uh, thanks very much, and we'll see you soon for Group E.
3: (laughs) Right for this one, we're going to ring from a different team. Okay, okay. In the same group. If you know it was tiebreaker, you should think of something different. Like, it, you get amount of Spain appearances, right. Friulana Morientes different. Fine. Don't do I'll that research. one, though, because, <laughs> because, because that i that. Because Alan knows I'm That was very specific. <laughs> 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 it's not 48. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. <laughs>